Hello. How's Hello, it going? everyone. It's going. I'm I'm out enjoying the beautiful weather. A little chilly, but it's it's all good. It's nice it's nice to still be able to get out a little bit. For sure. I wouldn't know what you that's know. like. Yeah. <laughs> Got to work on that. <laughs> You're in a populated area. It's tough. You know, I'm worried that once this is all over and quarantine's lifted, I'm not going to be a well-adjusted human anymore. You're just gonna, you're just gonna <laughs> stay home. <laughs> oh, nah, man. you'll get right back into it. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, a post-apocalyptic world bike. Right, C- kind of like that. <laughs> you'll be so excited, you won't be able to think about it. You know? Yeah. You'll be so focused on getting Murray Hill back on track that. You know, right. The time to worry about it. Speaking of diving right in, the topic that we discussed for today was how to handle players on opposite sides of the spectrum, right? Like, how do you handle players that are habitual cheaters or really mean? And then on the other side of it, how do you handle players that are that are really nice or maybe like your friends or maybe just somebody that's not your friend but that is just so darn nice that you don't know what to do and they're both tough to deal with yeah both cases are are things that'll get in your head right why don't we start with what i think is actually maybe like the easier one which is how to deal with like the cheater slash mean player do you have any tips i have some do's and don'ts start with the do's the do's okay so what you want to do is, is is stay neutral stay measured and and look at it like there's things that i have to accept about the sport and about the reality i mean look tennis is the only sport that your opponent's calling your shots i mean you're not yeah. going to get that in the other sports they have their side <laughs> of the court is up to them so you really right. have to learn to accept that fact when you're worried about about missing obviously you're, you're going to miss more so when you're worried about the other person cheating you're going to miss more and you're going to you're going to get tight and you're going to press and that's the really the, the most difficult part of tennis is that is the tightness right like right. not being able to relax and play your game and that, that's what cheating will do so so you really have to look at it like i have no control over that you know the only thing i can control is my my reaction to it you know right and again i'm making it sound very easy and i certainly um among all of us have done the wrong thing and gone <laughs> you know and and screamed and yelled and you know and, and really really let it get to you to the point where you lose the match or you just even if you win you have a miserable time you know it right. can really ruin your experience so let's go through a hypothetical situation right you're you're in a match yep. you're gonna remain neutral mm-hmm. player hooks you you're you may be not sure if it was on the line or out you think it might be a hook yeah. What do you do? You do have to ask them so that you, they know you're not going to be pushed around. You have to confront them in a manner that that's, again, measured and, and calm if you can. But you do have to let them know, look, I'm not going to let you just get away with it. I'm not I'm not oblivious to it. So it gets back in their head a little bit. OK, I got to be a little more careful, hopefully. OK, a few points go by. Fine. Yep. They hook again. What do you do? Yeah. So. It depends where you're playing, because if you if you have the option to get an official, that's what you need to do. 
Right. Right. So I, I rarely had that option. It wasn't something that was, that was available most of the time we had, um, you know, in college, if we were some of the bigger tournaments of the big East and things like that, we were able to, there was someone roaming and we can ask them. I mean, the irony, and I always tell the story in college, we had, uh, we would have to go to our coaches and if there was enough of a dispute, one player from each team would go out and call <laughs> lines, which was like, of course, you're going to stay with your player. Right. So it always ended up being a redo, which I guess in some ways works, but it's, yeah. So I think you, you, at that point, you do need to get help because okay. you know, otherwise it's going to escalate. I, I'd like to ask you, what, what was the other, the other answer to people cheating? So this was, I mean, one of those things where my dad told me, you got to hook back. Yep. <laughs> you, it, yeah. you, you have to assert yourself and you have to say like, I'm not going to be walked on. And it's weird because, you know, your parent is supposed to be this like beacon of doing the right thing and like ethical role model for you. And like to hear your parent tell you to like clearly do the wrong thing is really strange. But I I think he's right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that I even even saying it out loud is like you you, you don't want to give that advice, right? And and I right. anytime I, I have a student, I, I really struggle to give that advice. But I think if you do not have any other options in terms of getting someone to watch the lines, you're kind of forced to. That's the only way to keep them in check. I think people who, who generally cheat. I had a teammate in college, Paul, and he was notorious. He, he, was, a, he was a super nice guy, just a sweetheart, right? right. On the court, the cheating was, was embarrassing. You know, you, And you'd have to go out and call lines for him, and you knew you were going to have to back him up, and it was going to be super uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, So there's those players who just, who just did it as you know, and, and you know them, people who are, who are really genuinely good people are pushed into a place where the pressure, you know, the pressure could be coming from their, their parents, like you're mentioning, or from their teammates right. or from inside to where they normally are not, they're not going to steal anything at, at the store. They're not going to cheat on a test that I can know, but, but that intensity of a tennis match will kind of push them just in the heat of the moment kind of thing, because you're conflicted against winning or the fear of losing is even worse. But again, with our sport, it's so important to, to teach them early on to call lines fairly and to, and to really just the, and also assertively, you know, just, right. to just whatever you see. I will say, if you've never been in that situation before, like it takes practice to be able to handle that yeah. kind of yep. situation with grace and with it, it just, yeah. it's. You have, to be, you have t- to be exposed to it. And that's, I think, something I wasn't, to be honest, I had no training for that. There was no, you know, so for us, it was, it was more of an aggressive thing. You know, hey, you get hooked, you hook back, it, you, you, you know, and there was certainly times where, You'd be yelling and screaming at each other you know, things <laughs> that were just like clearly not how you want it to go. But there, were, there really wasn't much of a of a training or, or a, a, you know, a prepping for it. So right, you know. So on that line, like, how did you deal with players who were maybe not cheaters, but super aggressive? Yeah, super like vocal. I like that better than you're talking about the players who are nicer and you know. Right. I, I don't know. It's, it, that kind of gave you like a, a goal. You know, you wanted to beat them a little more. You were more motivated. And To me, it was kind of a signal that they were self-destructing. Yeah. 
And so I just would let them do their thing. I would maybe look at my strings, mm-hmm. you know, do a couple of the like stand in place butt kicks. Would, would you find yeah. that it would motivate you even more or would it be, would it be intimidating? Um, it wasn't intimidating. Yeah. It was definitely like, okay, things are going in the direction that they're supposed to be going. Yeah. When a tennis player is more animated and, and you, you kind of, that's generally not a great sign for them most people when they when they're animated and they, and they let their emotions get to them are going to play worse switching gears yep. players who are too nice players who don't have the killer instinct right who maybe weren't made for competitive sports maybe they were i mean i do think like sloan stevens for example and madison keys have been examples of class act players but they do have that killer instinct yeah but so what about the player that doesn't have that killer instinct maybe in juniors and you, maybe on team. Yeah. They're just too too darn nice. Right. And you almost feel a sense of, of guilt in a way or feel bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting thing when you when you brought up the, the, the contradiction of the you know, the cheaters and then against the nice players because I was kinda like, huh, I, I I liked when I kinda liked when they were nice and I and I could, <laughs> you know, feel confident over them but i but i then i i realized that there is a there is a bit of an element of it's it's kind of like when someone gets hurt or if someone's you know i don't know is emotional you know that you start to feel oh i don't want to make this worse for them i think it's almost the same answer right you're kind of staying neutral and you're staying you're staying within yourself that's a good point yeah i mean that's that's kind of the the key to the game is that you stay you stay measured and play play your game you know when i was in juniors i remember i had this girl who i think i won the first at like 6-0 and maybe was up like 2-0 and she was just like you know why don't we just say you won 0-0 and I was floored I was like I I I, you know I don't think we can do that blah 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 so I mean we ended up playing out the match you do feel so guilty yeah you do but I I think you know I and I'm sure there's going to be people who listen and Probably some of our pros included that'll say, "Oh man, who cares? You just, <laughs> you know." Adam Wager. I, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> you just that means you just beat him even worse. No, yeah. and, that's, and sometimes I think that's the the killer instinct and that aggressiveness is is difficult to you know you turn off. You say this is, is this sport, this is competition. And, you know, it's not a personal thing. There's winning and losing and, and you want to win. But I know what you mean. Right. It does. It gets in your head. It gets into a place where you really feel you feel bad for them because you also can empathize because you say, you know, I've been there where you just can't do anything right. And that feeling is is awful. I think for me, the moral of the story is you can't control other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can control yourself. So I think. One of the biggest challenges in tennis is realizing that. And if you can master that, then I think you have a really good shot of becoming the best version of whatever player you are destined to become. Because it's such a mental sport. And if you can get your head right, and if you can, like you're saying, remain neutral across the board, whether it's a really nice player or, you know, the worst player in the world, then you're at a huge advantage. Not only are you going to, you know, let's say you're going to win, you're going to have more of a an enjoyable time your overall experience for this for the sport will be more positive because it really is easy to to be kind of pushed the other way and really make it not that you won't love it that you won't love the sport still but just kind of have that negative tough experience that makes it a little tougher to win and, and to just enjoy your time out there so absolutely 
Yeah. And if you find yourself super frustrated after one of those matches where you lose to a cheater, just listen to some Enya. There you go. Have your <laughs> have your song. Have your Enya. Enya always works. Yeah. <laughs> Something to calm you down. It's also a learning experience, right? I mean, you you're gonna have the time where, oh man, I really let my emotions get to me. You know, and then, for sure. Then you're kind of prepared for that for the next time. Yeah. yeah, just keep building. Yep. Well, thanks so much as always, everyone. Thank you, everyone, and we cannot wait to see you back on the court. Seriously. You know, get back to playing and talking and and having fun with everyone because miss it. Word. So, yeah, word up. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. All right. Bye, Mike. Bye. We'll see you. Bye, everyone.